Hi TJs, John your editor here. Uh, I recently talked to SumTotal's Tony Prevo about the best of HR, the worst of HR, and also will we ever see a CHRO become CEO at the top of the pile? Who knows, maybe we already have. Listen in to find out. So Tony, thanks a lot for talking to TJ today. We're gonna to be talking about various HR practices and the future of HR tech and things like that. So my first question, which is something I've been wondering about for, for quite a while is, do you think we'll ever see a CHRO become CEO of a company? Yes, is the short answer. And, and I think it's actually already taken place. I think, um, to your question, I think there was a, the ex-UK managing director, HR director of Microsoft went off to run a jewellery company in the UK, one of the big upmarket companies. Uh, and I think as HR becomes much more integrated into organisations, the HR practitioner part is now becoming much more business savvy, so they get a greater understanding of how business operates. I guess the general point I'm trying to make behind the question is that uh, CEOs are often recruited from kind of the finance side of the business, and the underlying reason for my asking, I guess, is we have to put forward the idea, and we have to keep promoting the idea that HR and L&D are crucial and important parts of, uh, of the business and of the C-suite. And uh, it not, it doesn't happen often enough, maybe. Yeah, I, I think one of the challenges HR's had, um, if you look at the background of HR, traditionally a lot of people probably ended up in HR, probably, to be blunt, came from an administrative background. HR has definitely gone down the same route as um, finance, as an example, where it's now gone to, to a lot more professional accreditation in terms of the IPD. I think, secondly, with that, the role of HR has changed from being an administrative function to be much more business savvy. So, you know, for HR to be at the top table has to add value. Okay, long gone the days that HR gets there. Uh, and I think the third thing is that if you're doing a good job as an HR practitioner, you're actually almost running a business anyway. You are because you're dealing very much with the business leaders. The bit you're not doing is pressing the button. Um, now, perversely enough, actually, I, I, I moved from an HR role to a business operations role in a previous life. So I've kind of not managed the company per se, but moved into a much more general operations role. And knowing a number of ex-colleagues who work in HR, one of the questions that Keith's been asking, she was asked, because she's learning and managing development, was how how do you make the transition from HR into a general business capacity? So it's definitely on the agenda. It's something that hopefully that question will be answered more often. Hopefully. <laughs> Next question. I've asked the... L&D equivalent uh, of this, but uh, I'm wondering which current HR practices would you like to see gotten rid of or disappear slowly or quickly? I think the HR practice that I would like to see disappear is that HR, and this probably circles back to your first question, tries to control events. Uh, and by that, I think this is the evolution of HR, whereas in the good old days, um, there was always a perception, and I, I use a good example, if you take recruitment, all recruitment has to go through HR. My view is it should only have to go through HR if HR is adding value. So it's removing some of the, should we say, the administrative uh, process that HR puts in for, for HR's sake. Yeah. Um, so HR should look at what, what does a business need and build frameworks to support the business, but don't put it in just because it says in the textbook, this is how you've been taught to do it. 
And I think that's probably the biggest challenge for HR. If it's going to be successful, it's becoming much more business focused and less administrative focus. Okay. Final question. Do you think that LMS integration is in the future of HR tech? Or do you think the two are going to be separate? Where do you think HR technology is going in that respect? Well, I think HR is probably following a lot of other technologies. It's pretty much more of a disruptive technology. Okay, I think in the good old days, you had your your big centralized databases, your SAPs, your Oracle, PeopleSoft of this world, I think, um, which were very good at managing information. So I would tell... You know, when you joined the company, what you, how much you got paid when you got promoted, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think in in the world that we live in, the talent, where talent is, is, is um, should we say, a precious commodity, um, and the fact that everyone wants instantaneous access to information. One of the things that you're going to keep talent with is about providing them instant information, and a part of that is how do I develop careers. You know, how do I, what skills can I get very quickly? So I see LMS being absolutely critical to that. And if, I, and if I take it just at a practical level without even the technology, you know, the idea of a performance review has kind of moved away to be more, more based around a development review, right? So linked to that is things like how do I document that? How do I get access to information um, that can help me get the skills I need to move on in my life quickly? Okay. So the short answer is yes. <laughs> Well, Tony, thanks very much for uh, your time today and uh, for speaking to TJ. Okay, brilliant. Thanks a lot. Take care.